Yo, what's going on? Uh, Bible 413 Psalms class with Professor Joshua Rice. This is Clayton Shirley here with his Experiencing a Psalm Part 2, Week 4. I'm exhausted. It's been a long retreat weekend, but we got to grind. We got to get to graduation. So the uh, psalm that I chose to experience today and uh, do a little exegesis of, in a sense, is Psalms 27. Uh, This psalm is an interesting psalm. It's uh, David refers to the Lord as his light in his salvation. Uh, And I've kind of written down some notes of kind of how I experienced it, as well as some research that I did throughout the textbook. Um, So this this psalm's kind of interesting because it's, you know, what, what kept David going in this dangerous and difficult time? What was the thing that kind of kept him rolling with the punches? What was his, what was the focus um, and his priorities? Uh, Psalm 27 recounts, recounts uh, David's supreme and soul heartfelt desire to worship the Lord, even in his darkest times in his warfare. Um, The historical context, uh, typically the tradition attributes uh, Psalm 27 to David. Um, I believe that it's uh, I, that is traditionally thought of that it was written pretty early in David's life, uh, probably during his flight from King Saul. Um, some modern scholars believe that it was a composite work by two authors um, that was brought together just from the the structure of it. I will talk a little bit about the structure later on. Um, but David definitely composed this psalm earlier in his life before um, serious war. It was probably before uh, the first anointing um, because we don't really, we don't have any record of David being engaged in any war, like actual military war uh, when he was a shepherd um, in Judah. It was most likely during his flight from Saul and before he was anointed uh, the second or third time. Some literary context. Uh, some commentators believe that it was originally two psalms and that the editor of the psalm of the psalms uh, combined them because uh, twenty seven one one through six verses one through six is kind of seen as confidence as a confidence booster uh, for David, while seven through fourteen is more of a limit um, psalm. Some reasons for this is just that the verses one through six, the Lord is addressed in the third person. Um, and seven through 14, the Lord's addressed in second person. <clears throat> so in the first section, we kind of see David's confidence. And in the second, uh, his prayer, in a sense. Uh, we look at this psalm pretty closely they're definitely two halves of the same psalm. Uh, they complement each other really well, and they're very clearly related. The structure, um, 
the doctrine is traditionally seen as two sections. The first section declaring the power of God and uh, the the boundless hope that God uh, could bring rescue and kind of a protection from the enemies. While the second half of the psalm, there's definitely a clear shift in the tone with the uh, I believe. I believe that it was... I don't believe that it was two separate psalms, but there are people that uh, believe that it was two separate psalms, um, as I stated earlier. Psalms 18 and Psalm 28 are the parallel collection collections connections to Psalm 27. Um, we kind of see that David is worshiping in both of these uh, chapters in the very beginning, um, which is where that connection kind of comes from with the uh, light verbiage that the Lord or the Lord is my rock um, or in his fortress. It's kind of like a worship, worshipful psalm like so many other psalms are um, when David kind of refers to the Lord as his rock or his light or um, his mountain uh, his cave that he seeks refuge in, his shield, uh, those types of things. Um, some literary elements, some poetic elements. The The major theme of Psalm 27 is that uh, we can worship the Lord in the midst of warfare, uh, spiritual warfare. David was very clearly going through um, something very serious early on in his life, um, and wrote this psalm to remind himself that he could still worship the Lord even in his darkest times. <clears throat> in his darkest times. Uh, a modern day application in our own lives, the Lord is our salvation. Uh, we see that David realized that he couldn't just do it by himself. Uh, in a spiritual sense and Pretty clearly in a physical sense as well. It's pretty clear that David was going through some type of physical um, warfare as well. Maybe not military, but something um, important more than likely uh, between he and King Saul. Uh, it's clear that for an application for us that we can only depend on the Lord um, and for his saving grace and we have confidence in him uh, in our struggles and we know who he is and what he's done for us and for all of humanity. And in this, we see that David says, you know, teach me your ways, O Lord. And I think that's something that we can hold on to um, for an application that way, the way to know that the ways of God is revealed in this Psalm uh, David had to go to a tabernacle to read the word of God, but in our own lives, we don't, we don't have to get, do that. We have it on our phones. We have it on our computers. Uh, we have it in a physical copy of God's word, different from David, um, who had to go to a library, basically, uh, to a church to read the Bible. And I think it's really important to know that our Bibles are... It's just so important to 
our culture and to our our relationship with the Lord. Um, and David clearly feels this way as well. So I uh, really appreciate this opportunity to experience this song. We hope you. I hope you enjoy it and um, have a blessed day. God bless.